it's unbelievable what they do. And those things don't even get noticed. If any uh, first responder is killed in the line of duty, they help out your family right away from day one. From Boston 25 News, this is First on Scene, a podcast about the people who run toward danger, about those who become heroes in our darkest hour. Thanks for joining us for First on Scene, where we talk with first responders who run to help when so many other people are running away. You know, we're always talking about how firefighters, police officers, and paramedics help others. They're the ones answering the true call for help. No questions asked. Doesn't matter what time of day it is. But who's helping them? And that's what we're talking about here today. You know, a few months ago, I met John Whitesides with the Boston Bruins organization. He works with the foundation, and he came here to the TV station to simply educate me about the Bruins Foundation. I had no idea what they were all about and was truly blown away by the things they do and how they do it with no, ex no one expecting them to do anything. So we thought it'd be a good idea to bring them in to join us for a, a different version of First on Scene. And joining me here today in our podcast studio at Boston 25, it is a full house. We have Bob Sweeney, the president of the Bruins Foundation, Wilmington firefighter Charles Taylor, and the executive director of the Heroes Cup Foundation, Mike Matros and Sunbury firefighter. Thank you all for being here. We appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Bob, I want to start with you um, because I know you lead this organization. You have you have quite a career, <laughs> you know, going back to your days playing hockey, and now you're doing this. You grew up here in Boston, here in Massachusetts, and you've had quite a run, haven't you? Yeah, it's, it was unique. I mean, not too many uh, kids that that play hockey in Massachusetts can have the the opportunity to play for the hometown team and. Uh, my dream as a kid came true. I was fortunate, went to Boston College, graduated, and had the opportunity to play for the Bruins for six years and a lot of fun, a lot of good teams. We had a couple of good runs, but never uh, could capture the Stanley Cup. We lost twice in the finals, but it was a great uh, group to be a part of. And now transitioning on the other side and, and running the Bruins Foundation for the past 13 years has been very rewarding. You meet a lot of great people and you get to deal with not only uh, first responders, but you, so many different individuals that you try to help out. And in the last few years, it's been very rewarding to work uh, with people like Chuck and Mike and different initiatives that we've developed uh, through our BeFit program. And it's, uh, it, it's, Fun to talk with you all, especially right now because of the run that the Bruins are having in the playoffs. It's a pretty exciting time, I know, for you all, but um, for the organization as a whole, isn't it? Yeah, playoffs is an exciting time. <laughs> um, obviously, just finished up with the Maple Leafs, and now you're right back into it uh, with the Columbus Blue Jackets. So we're looking forward to a, a great playoff run. Um, playoff hockey is very exciting. Everybody rallies around the team, and this year is no different, and um, we're excited. It's kind of fun. I know the city's excited, too. So with the foundation, how do you sum it up for what you all do and the role it plays with first responders? Well, as far as uh, the foundation as a whole, we've been in existence since 2003. Uh, the last few years, we, we generate over $5 million in revenues, and you know, what I really see is we went through a transition period a few years ago, and, and John Whitesides came came aboard. Uh, I like to say he came out of the locker room, <laughs> not the closet. And he um, basically started our BeFit program. And John and I sat in, in a room for 
probably a couple weeks and we try to map out different opportunities with the with the BFIT initiative and and we came up with a, a, like three or four different concepts and and the, the one that I think is very rewarding is all the work we do with the first responders and you know we started a stair climb at the garden first responder challenge we've had some great partners um, National Grid has been with us since day one uh, Under Armour and it's just been a, a, a great um, opportunity to have people like Chuck and Mike and, and Chuck was instrumental getting Wilmington fire so John and I went around to different first responders mostly uh, firefighters because John was very friendly with a lot of them and, and let them know what we were thinking about and the response that we got from meeting with Chuck and everybody from Wilmington Fire and PD was, yeah, this is great, and the proceeds were going to benefit the 100 uh, Club. So, it was and, and talk about the 100 Club because not a lot of people know what the 100 Club is about, and they play a vital role for so many different agencies. Well, unfortunately, you know, first responders put their lives on the line every day. They put the uniform on, and the 100 Club basically comes in. If, if any uh, first responder is killed in the line of duty, they help out your family right away from day one. And they've been a, a great partner. John Lynch, who's, uh, when we went to him three years ago, he was very excited about working with us. And um, this year's First Responder Challenge uh, raised over 500000 which is amazing. It's incredible. And it's a credit to people like yeah. Chuck and Mike and everybody in the first responder world, uh, they, I think they get it. They realize that it's a great opportunity to raise funds for a great organization. You know, it, it makes sense now as we're talking, you know, why you're involved in helping first responders. But when you were initially trying to figure that out, why first responders? Well, you know, for me... Um, it kind of hits home because I had a tragedy in my life. My uh, brother lost his wife in 9-11. She was uh, the flight attendant on the phone. Um, went into, the, obviously, the first uh, tower. And, um, you know, that kind of changed my life. I, I, I was not, uh, I was just retired from playing hockey. And I believe in fate. And I was kind of, I think, uh, driven down that path, and uh, I'm happy that today that I could uh, say that I'm helping out in some small way with, with all the different first responders that we deal with, and you know it's it's very rewarding. I, I think you know, as I said earlier, uh, every first responder, you know, lady, gentleman that puts on that uniform, uh, I've seen it firsthand the work that they do, and it's incredible. And uh, we're just trying to help out in a, in a small t small way. Chuck and Mike, um, you all are pretty much the liaisons, I guess, <laughs> from the foundation <coughs> to the fire department, getting firefighters and other first responders involved. What kind of role do you all play? Good. So for us, it's just telling them, um, our fellow brothers, sisters, hey, this is for you. This is there's no agenda here. The Bruins are truly a partner. And this is an event to benefit you and benefit your family. And getting that message across and telling them, oh, yeah, by the way, you're going to have some fun, too, while doing this is kind of – it sounds easy, but it takes a little selling to the fire crowd. They're very um, – I'm sure, as you know, boy, yeah. they're very hesitant, very pushed back um, to the point where, you know, once they open their doors up to you, they'll open their arms up with a big hug. But um, getting in those doors with the fire department is, is often challenging. So 
I think Chuck and I just can vouch for how strong the Bruins organization has been as a partner to the first responders. Yeah, Chuck, what has it meant to you as far as what you've seen, the impact it have? Well, I mean, the Boston Bruins used to have their training uh, facility in Wilmington, and it just started a long time ago where when they went on strike back in the early 2000s, uh, it started with Wilmington fight. We, we dealt with the players on a fairly regular basis, guys getting injured and things like that. We'd have to deal with them. Uh, and, uh, you know, we, we created a relationship with them, and it just took off. Uh, you know, John was great with us. We started a program right at Wilmington Fire, uh, a fitness program back in 04, and we just talked about it constantly. We became closer friends as time went on. Uh, he told me probably about three, four years ago that he intended on retiring from the strength and conditioning, this is what he wanted to do when he asked uh, what – I thought would to to get it off the ground and what you know if I could help him out a little bit of getting started and get him into the doors with a few people and uh, it's taken off. It's taken off. <laughs> it's uh, it's a great program, as Mike said and Bob said. It's just uh, it, getting the guys to do this stuff uh, took a little bit, but we're getting so much more younger kids today. We got a lot of military kids, uh, kids that are uh, a little bit. Uh, regimented <laughs> and uh, we're getting a lot of participation I know at my station we have uh, a lot of guys that are very involved in this and uh, in fitness is such an important part yeah I was gonna say how important is that it's, you know in this day and age and, and people will sit back and say oh you're just putting out yeah. fires you're riding on a fire truck you get there you know, I, I, you <laughs> it's know much the, more than that yeah well, I always said you know and in, 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 uh, these guys will vouch for it I always said 90% of being the first responder is showing up mm. you know the rest of it just comes out you know I mean it's just who you are right. inside so you know it's for our guys I noticed you know the the more that they focus on fitness the more focused they are mentally and then they then they're focused physically to do things that you know are above and beyond sometimes and uh it just it works you know it just works and it's and it's for a great cause too it's taking care of our brothers and sisters that get um, that lose their lives putting putting now uh, you know their lives on the line every day and it gives that family our fa our families uh, that security to know that hey when you do do this that uh, they're gonna have that little bit of extra mm. protection yeah. of like somebody's gonna take care of my family and that's why I'm gonna continue to do my job to 100% is because somebody's gonna be there to take care of my family if I'm gone sure Mike uh, you and I were talking a little bit about the Heroes Cup before. Uh, we walked in here, and you're showing me some pictures about how this has just grown from year to year, and now you have thousands of people involved in this event that takes place once yeah. a year. So, uh, what is Heroes Cup for those who don't know, and what is it evolved into today? So, Heroes Cup is um, a fire, police, military, uh, and AMS hockey tournament where everybody playing in the tournament has to be a uh, first responder, and they come together to play for their own charity, for their own cause, for to come together for good. So. Um, whether it be playing five hockey games in three days or coming together to raise a lot of money for a charity you're passionate about, that's kind of what the Heroes Cup's all about. And the camaraderie the, of the whole weekend is hanging out with guys from the West Coast, hanging out with guys from Canada, fellow brothers that are doing the exact same job, having the same passion, supporting your own cause. And meanwhile, it builds that camaraderie even in the station. The guys are coming together, having a fun weekend together, off duty. And that's something that, doesn't happen all too much to, you know, point, Chuck's point about fitness and coming together, it, it plays just as much role from a camaraderie perspective and getting together and working as a team on something. And the Heroes Cup has grown, has exploded to something I could never have imagined, but it's 
really is part of the, you know, speaks volumes to the BFIT program as a whole in terms of everything we're doing is bringing these guys together for the right reasons. Having the Bruins Foundation involved in this, it, it gives it instant credibility. And, I mean, who, do, who doesn't want to be part of that, you know, right. especially in this region? You know, how has that influenced what you all are trying to do? Oh, tremendously. I mean, Bob and John have been such a strong partner mm-hmm. with us, and, you know, they give us any tools we need. Anything is just an ask, and to have, have that ask is something I'm extremely grateful for. And, you know, um, it's, yes, the point of how much this event exploded has been truly because of the partnership there, and guys get it. And, you know, it speaks to the volume of the foundation that they're not they're not in this for a personal gain. They're in this really to take care of the guys. There's, you know, the Bruins – 100% of everything that um, goes through comes directly back to the first responders. They're not taking any of it, and, you know, they truly are there to help us. And from the credibility factor, I mean, what's not to like rather than having P.J. Stock at our opening ceremonies getting the crowd fired up and ready to go? I mean, that, that'll Hard do the job. That, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but if I – I mean, I, I got to give Mike a little bit more credit than he's uh, – I mean, if you can imagine 102 teams, 1,700 players – that's huge. If you if you could go there and witness it yourself, not only the on ice aspect, but there's an off ice aspect. I saw more RVs uh, a couple of weeks <laughs> ago. It's a NASCAR race, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. And you know they have uh, cookoffs with different uh, houses. It, it's 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 really it's a lot more than hockey. And you know the governor comes out and embrace it. And Mike was. I think very uh, smart this year and had a uh, sled hockey game with the Wounded Warriors and the Shamrocks. And it was just, it's, the whole weekend is, it's it's surrounded around hockey, but Mike's uh, concept has given first responders a platform to raise money for their organization. So, you know, you take the Waltham Police and Fire and what they've done with one mission um, this year, I don't know what their 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 total, but last year they were right around fifty thousand, yeah, and that's all because last year. Yeah, it's wow. all because of this tournament. That's incredible. Now you also have the stair climb, and we were talking about that earlier. But this year's event, if I believe correctly, it was soon after what we saw in Worcester with uh, the fallen yeah. firefighter there, and it brought a little bit more meaning to what yeah, you all did. Yeah, Ava Roy, right. yeah, firefighter Roy. The, I mean. Chuck can probably uh, speak better to it, but they came together incredibly. They had a strong, strong contingency, um, and all to help out, you know, Ava and the Roy family. Um, And and so I guess my my question is, you know, does that, you know, you talk about the need for what you all are trying to, who you're trying to help with the 100 Club, but when you see these real-life situations so soon, um, does it make it more real? For what you all are trying to do, um, I, as as Bob said, I, I think that you know, watching that situation go down in Worcester and uh, and then seeing Worcester jump right into this it, right. and 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 be such a big part of BFIT this oh. year. You know, they were the number one fa- right. fundraiser. Uh, they were, you know, and everything went to to the Roy family, which is which is great. Um, but it's it, I think it gets them. In a way, like uh, as Mike was saying before, it, it starts a healing process too. I think in that, you know, we're moving on, but we're moving on in a positive way, and we're you know, 
we're coming together, we're doing an event, we're, you know, we're having a good time, but we're also doing something that's so important. I know with the military guys, and, and too, it's, it's, it's so important for them to get together and to talk and to have fun and get out there and just be together with, with your brothers and sisters and, and, do, and do these things together. It's, I think it's created, it's, the BFIT thing is kind of created its own little niche in that it's helping in so many different ways. It's not just helping the people that are getting the funds, mm-hmm. it's helping us in a way that you know we're working out we're working out together. Then we're going to do an event, his event, our event together. It's just, yeah. it, I think it's just, it's going to be huge, and I think it's going to get bigger. And uh, we're hoping that you know it spreads out more too. We're hope, you know, we're hoping eventually to take it out of Massachusetts yeah. and move on to New England, and maybe eventually that other people see our model and and take it from there. You know, and Bob, you guys are obviously having a huge impact. Foundations having a huge impact. You know, when people think of the Bruins, they obviously think hockey, and that's usually all they think. Do you think people realize, you know, the extent of impact you're having, the depth you're having in our own community with this foundation? Well, that's a great question. And we went through an external audit a little over a year ago, and and that was one of the things that we really wanted to make sure is, you know, what are the Burns Foundation? What are they doing? Are they... And one of the things that I wanted to do was to establish some some core pillars, and be fit was one of those, and health and wellness in particular, and education, and really try to find a partner that's going to raise our profile in theirs. And we decided that we were going to have a strong partnership with Special Olympics. And if you notice right up until... Uh, our, our last playoff game, they're, they're part of the uh, flag banner ceremony. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Megan uh, was uh, the Special Olympian for our last game mm-hmm. with Julian Edelman, <laughs> and it went viral all over Facebook, and it got like 120,000 likes, her photo with Edelman. It was just, <laughs> just it was great. So it's, I always say anybody can write a check. It's what you do afterwards. And with Special Olympics, we're trying to do so much with them. Uh, We committed a million dollars over three years, but we brought a team to the Winter Classic. We incorporate them in our games, like I just told you about. Um, But it's the same with the firefighters. We try to do different programs with them, whether we go go to the firehouses and we do uh, first responder uh, clinics with street hockey. We bring in partners, like I said, with National Grid. And they talk about uh, you know the the uh, different things that kids should be leery of if they're at home if they smell gas, and then we want to use uh, the firefighters in a positive way. And same with the police, you know. So we'll do, go out and do street hockey clinics with uh, the Boston Police Athletic League, and the police will talk about you know bullying and how to be a good person. So it's really, in my opinion. Our profile has risen mm. because of the partnerships that we have uh, established, and especially with our BFIT program. I know you all do stuff at the games, trying to get people and the fans involved behind what you're trying to do and to help projects. Um, Chuck and Mike, you know, <coughs> okay, so m- many of the people listening may not be firefighters, or police <laughs> officers, or part of the military, or, or paramedics. How do people get involved to help, or how, how what can they do? Um. There's a lot of ways they can get involved. The first step is come join us. Come take part in the stair climb. Come see what these guys do and 
climbing all those stairs with 50 pounds of gear on, you know, come try it out. I mean, we have a civilian division, and we encourage people to come out to that um, at the stair climb. We have ways that people can get involved almost weekly. There's a 50-50 event at the Bruins game that has benefited so many different first responder groups. Um, I know the Heroes Cup group. I know we've done a bunch for Boston Fire. We've done a lot of other first responder groups through the 50-50. Other things such as come out to the Heroes Cup, come out to any of the events we have. They're all open to the public, and we encourage people to not only see the event firsthand, but be a part of it. Come, you know, really embrace it and get to know these guys. The best way to get involved is to get these know these guys firsthand. Find any firefighter and join an event with them and talk to them. Listen to the stories they have to tell you, and, and you're going to want to help them even more. Chuck, any thoughts on that? Well, yeah, I, I, I'm 100% with that on, on Mike. Um, you know, I, I, I just want to speak about the Bruins again for because we've had such a long relationship with them. I, I can't stress enough uh, how much they do above and beyond even what we're talking about here. Um, I've called about certain things we've had, you know, whether it's kids with cancer, mm-hmm. you know, uh, anything like that. We, we were doing a fun, you know, sticks, jerseys, anything that we have ever asked for, you know, just anything. We don't ask for anything specifically, but they're there. I mean, every time, every time. you know, every time sticks for a kid that's sick or, you know, it, it's been immense. And never mind, uh, Bob was bringing up the street hockey thing that we do. You know, I know in Wilmington that, you know, these guys bring like, couple thousand dollars worth of street hockey equipment to the fire station we play street hockey against a school like a third grade class and we play them in a little yeah. bit of a hockey game to get to play against the police they and fire yeah. chuck's very yeah competitive. i'm very competitive <laughs> they beat him let's not let's, no let's mercy huh? like, yeah yeah the, the, Come on, Chuck. the cross check king right here so but uh um it's what's great is then they give that equipment to these schools and they take it to the back to their schools and these kids that's a great program and all of a sudden they have this gym class now that they can run with boston bruins sticks boston bruins you know street hockey balls nets goalie equipment it's immense and what it puts in these kids heads is just like you know it's such a positive thing that i think it's really it's unbelievable what they do and those things don't even get noticed like i i think bob brought up you know like Mike's Heroes Cup, uh, the B-Fit thing with us, it's, you know, those things are out there and people see it, but all the little things that happen that people don't know mm. about, yep. uh, there's a lot. And, and it's, I have to give them, I, I just can't believe how generous they are with their time and their money and efforts. It's just, it's beyond belief. To speak on that, I think the school assemblies is kind of a, like you are saying, Chuck, kind of a silent, you know, addition where, you know, it's an opportunity for the fire department, police department to go out and, have fun with the kids. Put yeah. down the badge yeah. and just be part of them. And, you know, the fire department. It's real, yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, that's something that the community really needs to see. It's very valuable for, I know, our brothers in blue on the police department side. To take that barrier down and just yeah. be able to play street hockey with a kid is really is valuable. And so that level of impact goes far above, you know, donating, a, you know, some equipment. It, it, it forms a partnership on two levels. One, from a first responder perspective, we get to see kids – we're in T-shirts. We're in, taking down the badge. We don't have trucks and all this right. intimidating stuff in front of us. It's get to know us, get comfortable with us. From the Bruins' perspective, it gets them out. But at the same time, from a partnership, it, it shows the Bruins and the first responders are hand-in-hand in, in going out into the community. And this is something that you won't see on TV. You won't see mm-hmm. on your events. This is just 
an event that happens in a school gymnasium every single week and is is really kind of speaks to the partnership. Yeah, right? just doing I think it it's, it's, right it's really kind of cool. Just yeah. you're out in the community and your community is with yeah. you. Bob, last question for you. Considering your connection, your family connection with 9-11 and where life t- has taken you, when you hear firefighters talk about this and what you all are doing, what, is it, what does it mean for you personally now and you see all this? Well, it, it, it solidifies that you're doing the right things in the community. And I think, you know, it, it's part of, uh, I think everybody on, on, the, on the pro uh, team here in the city, they always, they want to make sure they're doing the right things in the city. And like I said, anybody can write a check. It's what you do afterwards, you know, whether you're, you're going into schools, you're going to help out first responders, you're helping out, you know, kids that might not have uh, the same upbringing or, you know, they'll have some disabilities. It, it's just doing the right thing, being a good corporate social responsibility citizen. I mean, that's, I think for us, we really, um, we're really striving to make a difference and it's rewarding to see uh, what we're doing with individuals, but more importantly, with all the, the first responders. I think that's really, it's really uh, been a big part of our BFIT program, and it has, as Chuck and, and Mike have done a great job helping us expand. And I think the sky's the limit for this program. Well, thank you so much for what you all do. I know the community truly appreciates it. I know the first responders, you know, appreciate it too. And uh, Chuck and Mike, thanks as well for thank what you. you all do, yep. making the connection happen because it's so important. And thank you to the entire Bruins organization for the work they do to help first responders. And good luck against the Blue Jackets. Hopefully by the time this uh, airs, it's done, right? Or we'll be, we'll be about to wrap it up, hopefully. Yeah, let's <laughs> keep it going, right? It's <laughs> a great time going. to play hockey. Thanks so much for being here today, and thank you for listening. We'll see you next time for First on Scene. First on Scene is a production of Boston 25 News. It's hosted by me, Blair Miller. This episode was produced and edited by Dalton Main. Music is provided by Killer Tracks. Special thanks this episode to Mike Matros, Chuck Taylor, and Bob Sweeney. And thanks to the entire support network for first responders. And please let us know what you think of the show. You can send us an email to firstonscene at boston25.com, or you can rate, review, and subscribe to help others find this show. Thanks so much for listening.